the Banowitz Podcast. Welcome back to the Banowitz Marketing Podcast. I'm Sarah, and today I have Amy Hout from Warehouse Auto. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. So just to let everyone know, uh, Warehouse Auto is a family business, so we're kind of related, right? A little bit. <laughs> so we are actually sisters. Mm-hmm. And um, so our dad and mom started Warehouse Auto when we were seven and nine. Yep. And our brother was one. Mm-hmm. So uh, before that, we lived in Marion. Do you you remember that time, like moving to Sol- moving to Solon? And- yep. <laughs> so Warehouse Auto is in Swisher, and one of the awesome things about Warehouse Auto is that it's on like a park like setting. Yeah, Dad likes to call it the auto park. <laughs> So tell us a little bit about your story and how, because you're full-time at Warehouse Auto now. Correct. So tell us a little bit about your story. Well, I have a degree in architecture, so, you know, might as well sell used cars, right? (laughs) (laughs) Now, growing up, um, I never thought that I would be really involved in the business, Um, but just... I guess that's just sort of what happened. Um, I, like I said, I, I actually have a degree in architecture. I had uh, four years at Judson College in Elgin, Illinois, um, and came back. My husband and I got married uh, right after my freshman year of college, actually. So we were kind of young marrieds and ended up having kids right after college. And so I stayed home with my kids, as you know, for years. Um, we have four kids. And I stayed home for probably, I'm thinking it was like seven or eight years. My husband and my dad had kind of like gotten together and said, hey, what if I take two months off? And then Amy comes in and works for you for two months and just helps you out for a couple of months. And keep in mind, you'd been doing the accounting. Correct. From home or just like coming in like once a week or something to do some book work. Yeah, there wasn't a huge need for a ton of hours. So it was just a very part time job that I was able to do Um, was still having kids at home. It was my mommy time away. And I would come in, you know, once or twice a week and just do some of the accounting stuff. Yeah. So you were already doing that at Warehouse Auto. So it wasn't like completely off the wall that you would help out for a couple months while Danny was off. Yeah. And I, I was familiar with that end of the business, like the accounting and the numbers and everything else. Um, but never really thought that I would be that great at like, you know, doing the sales part or, you know, learning about all the vehicles and things like that. It just seemed overwhelming to me. So I, it was never anything that I pursued. Kind of just accidentally got into it just due to circumstances. So um, I came in and helped um, dad out for a couple of months. I actually ended up falling in love with it. So <laughs> what did you fall in love with? Well, really, um, it's just a lot of different things things. You know, it's kind of fun. There's a lot of plates that spin. And in a small business, you do a lot of tasks. It's not like you're stuck on one certain thing every day. So there's a lot of variety. Um, Also, I really actually love helping customers, which I never really thought um, that I would. But um, I don't know why. I just I I do really enjoy it, though, because, um, you know, especially with me as a mom, um, you know, I have certain perspective and certain needs for a vehicle, you know, with kids. And, you know, you kind of like, you know, you have a van or you need a van or whatever, but there's di- different configurations and there's different like positives and negatives to certain makes and models. Um, and I was kind of in the market for a, a van actually around the same time that I had started too. And so I just learned a lot about the different vehicles and I love helping other um you know, families find a vehicle that really fits their needs the best because um you know, whether that's a van or an SUV car, really anything, just listening to the customer and like kind of assessing their needs and then helping them to find, you know. Because yeah, you, Warehouse Auto started selling a lot more, uh, not Sienna's, Odysseys, like right after you started. 
<laughs> yeah, because my, well, dad is very value conscious, right? So he always was like, well, why would I buy an Odyssey if I can spend like, you know, less money on a less money on a Dodge Grand Caravan. I'm like, well, some people just really like certain brands and there's different features about certain brands that people really appreciate. Well, it's funny because you yeah. And you drive an Odyssey now and I drive a Sienna and I love I mean, as much as I loved the Dodge Grand Caravans before, mm -hmm. I really like how my Sienna drives. And you really like your Odyssey. So. Yeah. so my favorite thing is just listening to people, assessing kind of where they're at with things and then, you know, getting them a match, you know, and whether that's on our lot or sometimes we'll go out and find it. Um, and then it's just it's an easy and enjoyable thing. And I just enjoy finding like, again, matching a person up with a vehicle. And well, and let's touch on that. You said sometimes you go out and find vehicles for people, but really you can do that pretty easily because you're sourcing vehicles from around the country right. every single week from multiple locations. And so yeah. you're, a, you have a extensive pool of vehicles that you can pull from to get people exactly what they want. Right. That's the cool thing about a lot of the, um, auctions that people get vehicles from, they have gone online now. Most all of them are, are online. I would say all the big ones are. So we have just as much access to vehicles as a little mom and pop car dealership that, you know, the big names would have in Cedar Rapids. Um, and we, so yeah, we, we shop coast to coast and border to border. I mean, you know, today's Friday, there's, you know, there's an auction in Chicago, there's an auction in uh, Mannheim, Pennsylvania, which is the biggest auction in the whole country. So we can shop, you know, on the, in the Midwest, on the East coast and the West coast all in the same day, just on the computer. So, and what's really cool about that too is, so explain about the process a little bit because, um, car auctions have gotten really good with, um, well, one number one, I remember detailing when they weren't good about ma like keeping the vehicles clean. So they're already going through a cleaning process before they ever even get to Warehouse Auto, mm -hmm. which is amazing for the detailers now. <laughs> and not all of them, but a lot of them, yeah. But then they're checking over and doing a one. They're they're looking at the vehicles on site, and then all of that stuff is in the computer before, so that you have an idea of what you're purchasing when you get it. Yeah. And if it doesn't live up to the expect, they do condition reports. So if it doesn't live up to the condition reporting, then we can do what's called arbitration. We can talk to them and say, hey, this isn't as you represented it and kind of go from there. That's a whole nother. Because you can, yeah, you can send it back if you need to. And then once it does get at get to Warehouse Auto, then um, explain the process a little bit, because I know this is so different than really almost any other car dealer. Right, right. Because yeah, like you're saying, you know, the first step is we, we just source the, the cleanest vehicles. We, you know, if it's got a recorded accident on it, we, you know, pass it by, things like that. Um, we just, you know, keep an eye out for those really nice units. And then once it gets to us, um, the first thing it does before anybody's allowed to drive it on cust customers, anything else, um, we send that to um, our our mechanic, uh, Albert Auto, so Which it's just is a third party, yeah, yeah third independent party. mechanic. They go through and do a full, you know, inspection on the vehicle and make sure it's safe, make sure it's, you know, in tip top shape. So they go through and do that. And then once it's done there, then it comes back to our shop and it goes through our um, detailing process. And which is pretty extensive as well. Also, go you know we check it over inside, outside. If there's anything you know missing that was supposed to be in it, like a spare tire or you know owner's manual, we try to make sure everything's you know in tip top shape. Well, there. it's really very much reconditioned. Correct. And there's vendors that come on site to ha to do yeah. minor dent repair, or paint work, or PDR touch ups, all that. interiors. Yep. Then finally, it gets put on the lot. And another process that is unique to Warehouse Auto is the pricing, too. 
Right. Yeah. So we just try to price. Ev- well, yeah, what we do is we we price everything fair from the get go. So we look at a number of different uh, we look at KBB, we look at NADA, we look at the market um, and we just try to price everything fair just from day one. And again, we don't have um, any back end fees of any kind. So we're not going to find any like dealer fees, doc fees, anything like that. So reconditioning fees, it's all included in the price. You, you can really get into some sticky situations in other bigger dealerships where, you know, they say this sort of the price online or whatever, but then when you get there, they, there's all those games, right? Where, oh, that was the internet price, or you have to be a veteran to qualify for that, or who knows what they'll come up with. But um, ours is just very clear and transparent. This is the price. There's no extra fees other than, you know, the pass-through fees, which would be like the tax title and license that we you have to pay to the county when you purchase a vehicle. But other than that, it's all... We just try to be very upfront, transparent, and clear. Yeah, we have a lot of customers who come and drive one day, and then they say, oh, we would like to sleep on it, which we understand. It's a huge purchase. I mean, you got to make sure that you're like, hey, this is the one. This is the right you know, budget for my family and everything else. So a lot of times people will sleep on it. Um, they'll either turn in a credit app or they'll just, you know, if they're paying cash or whatever, then they just let us or we let them know kind of what the end fee or everything cost out the door. Um, and then a lot of times they'll come back the next day to actually sign paperwork, pick it up. And yeah, if, if we get it done, if we have all the information, we're able to get, you know, all the paperwork done beforehand. I mean, the actual delivery process takes maybe 15 minutes. I mean, it doesn't take very long at all. So it doesn't have to be, you know, long and drawn out. It can be pretty quick and easy. And it's part of that is because you're not trying to upsell anything. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, we have an extended warranty, but it's a company that we've had a really great reputation with and we're some of the lowest rates in Iowa. So very affordable extended warranty, but we don't push it. I mean, we say, hey, here it is. If you want it, you want it. Well, and let's touch on that a little bit, too, because the reason we have some of the best rates in Iowa is because of why? The check-in process. (laughs) Everything leaves with a clean bill of health at our dealership. So uh, the warranty company, obviously, they appreciate that. And um, So statistically, warehouse autos vehicles have less warranty claims on them. And as a result... The, the cost of the warranty for warehouse auto customers is a lot is is one of the lowest in the in the state right. so right right and that's another thing to consider because like you know it's easy to shop online and just look at the, the price right of different companies and everything else but there's so much more to the story than just the list price of the vehicle there's all these other things to consider one of those is you know the extended warranty you know back end fees there's just a lot knowledgeable staff there's just a lot more things to think about mm-hmm very cool. Well, so why are you still there full time? That it's been a little bit more than two months here. <laughs> well, so yeah, I did. I did end up falling in love with it. So I enjoy, you know, helping customers. I do a lot of the buying. Um, my our dad has wanted to do more uh, ministry stuff and kind of step away more, and so um, he has really enjoyed being able to do that with me in there. So we just had sort of a big family meeting after the couple of months, and we said, okay, what are we gonna do now? <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, I, I just enjoyed it so much. My husband has always wanted to start his own business. So it really gave us the opportunity to do that. So he actually quit his job um, at that glass company and started his own handyman business. Handyman so out. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you'll have to have him in here for a podcast sometime. <laughs> um, he, he didn't start that right away. But it just gave him kind of that open door. He actually, so again, we have four kids. Um, our littlest guy is three now. At the time, he was just yeah, a year yeah, old. Yeah. yeah he. Um, so we still needed someone at home, you know. <clears throat> so 
he stayed home um, with the kids full time and I went to full time work. So we did like a swaparoo um, and it's been a really neat uh, experience for him to just get to spend more time with the kids than he had in the past. And um, he's the fun parent. So <laughs> he does all like the fun stuff. He'll take them like fishing and take them to the park. Not that I didn't do that, but you know what I mean? Like he's he's the fun parent. He'll get down and wrestle with them and everything. So it's been a really neat experience for him, too. And then, like I said, a couple, you know, a little bit later than that's when he started his handyman business and he just does it part time, makes his own hours. So it works out really, really well for our family. Very cool. Very yeah. Cool. <laughs> so let's talk a little bit about Warehouse Auto's marketing. Mm-hmm. So, um, so Bandwitz Marketing actually got started via Warehouse Auto because um, I had a photography company and then after the recession, um, so Warehouse Auto started when you were seven and I was nine. And our dad had a marketing agency and he had this idea for a car dealership that he was trying to sell to car dealers, which was what we just explained, the whole process of Warehouse Auto. It ended up being turning into Warehouse Auto. Car dealers didn't want to purchase this idea from him, this marketing idea that was also, it was also a lot of business leadership and business, I mean, it was a whole new plan for a car dealership. And um, he couldn't find a car dealer who wanted to do it. So he quit his marketing agency and started Warehouse Auto Company. So because of his marketing background, he was able to start Warehouse Auto. And um, by the time 2009, 2010 hit, we were still going on the old branding. Do you remember that? Because you were still... Yeah, I'm trying to think back. Yeah, there was... It was pretty archaic. Let's touch back to the point where Amy was like, I didn't think I was going to be involved in Warehouse Auto. So Amy's the middle child. And what's interesting is Sean and I, the youngest and the oldest, have been the ones that, because we started working there when we were were in high school and just worked up the ranks. And you were like, I'm going to go be an architect. (laughs) I never detailed. You did want to be a head honcho though, right? Yeah. (laughs) Yep. Have you even spent one day detailing? Okay, we gotta get we gotta get her detailing because Dad always said you gotta work your way up from the bottom. Just oh, like, <laughs> Katie would grind me into the ground. I would probably get fired by Katie. <laughs> She's our detailing. She's like our OCD mom, and she is a she is fantastic. But I don't think anybody can live up to her expectations. She's got a lot of energy too, so <laughs> that would be good though. <laughs> Um, anyway, so to, uh, so two thousand and nine, two thousand ten, after the recession. Um, Sean and I started, uh, Sean, Sean and I were talking about, uh, rebranding, not rebranding, but freshening up the brand. So we were, uh, he worked on the logo and then, uh, he and I together worked on the website with, uh, Mach 20 autos and, um, and then just a, a refreshing the brand. I did the, the new tagline. Enjoy car shopping, which dad did remind me that my first it was you'll enjoy car shopping and he he got it down to just enjoy car shopping enjoy car shopping um but all of the a lot of the coloring the branding the verbiage um using i remember we would have this fight because um he wanted to do a lot of old media and i was very much like we need to do we need to do facebook we need to do facebook and now facebook and instagram and now I'm going to start pushing TikTok on you guys, but we'll see if we get there. <laughs> Are we going to have to do music videos? <laughs> um, but that actually led me into opening Bandwitz Marketing. So, because I always thought I would be the one running Warehouse Auto 
Um, <laughs> but I'm not. Amy is. And uh, I run my own company now, too. So mm-hmm. which you enjoy a lot. I more. do. I was thinking about that the other day, too, after I was driving home from Warehouse Auto because I had to do the videography this week. Um, uh, I usually don't do it, but I had to do it this week. And um, I was driving home from Warehouse Auto and I was like, you know, I really don't think I would enjoy selling cars. Like that was just what I thought I would do. You know, we were nine year, nine and seven when dad o- opened Warehouse Auto. And um, I just I just thought that's what my life was going to be like, you know, um, until I moved to Ethiopia. But um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't think I would. Well, and I always tease you very seriously that you don't want my job as general no manager. i don't i want jeff's dad i i, I would hire you <laughs> but um no but i i've actually enjoyed doing things from scratch although i will say there i do envy you for you like had a team already built and like processes and stuff already built that you've just tweaked and stuff not just tweaked it's been a lot of hard work she's done a lot of hard work warehouse auto fits you really well and I think Banowitz marketing fits me pretty well really well so so yeah it's been kind of cool but it and it does help me empathize with my target audience who have started their own businesses and are running in their own businesses I'm not just a marketing person I come from family business and I understand that dynamic that family business is hard and it helps with human flourishing Um, our communities our staff um, the customers that we serve like all of that is super important and so I don't see marketing as just like it is communication, but I see the bigger picture because of our because of our upbringing and because of our background. So right, and entrepreneurship is hard too, <laughs> just in general. And mm-hmm. what's really cool that I can say for both of us is that we have a strong support system. Right. So one thing that has been really cool is that um, so our mom. Terry purchased into Banowitz Marketing. And so she actually, as of six months ago, she actually owns 25% of Banowitz Marketing. And I think that was actually the hardest part was not like you and Sean and dad were all working together. (laughs) And I, and I felt kind of left out, but, um, having our mom buy into 25% of Warehouse Auto and then also having Warehouse of Banowitz Marketing, yeah, she owns fifty percent of Warehouse Auto, but, um, <laughs> but um, buying twenty five percent of Banowitz Marketing, and then also you guys being a client, we still have that relationship and everything, and um, and so it almost like she, you know what she said, Terry, our mom said recently, she goes, you know, our family runs one ministry and two companies, and I was like, wow, yeah, <laughs> kind of crazy. <laughs> And we're just like this, yeah, it's kind of crazy. So it makes sense, like, some of the weight that you feel mm-hmm. as, you know, as a business owner, leader and stuff. It, it makes sense when you put into perspective, like, yeah, this, it's hard, but it's good to have a support system and everything like that. Right. It's almost just like second. I mean, we don't even know any different, right? <laughs> I think it did really well. I, My husband and I, you know, Matt and I, we, like had this discussion when at our fifth wedding anniversary, we went out to Biagi's for dinner. And I remember we had this discussion that we wanted to raise our children in an an entrepreneuring family. Like I was really thankful for that growing up. It's a lot like how people say sports, like they want to raise their children with sports because it teaches them self-discipline and all of these good skills and everything. And I've always said it's like sports or business. Like they both teach, I think similar things. I'm really not into sports. So (laughs) So we're in Swisher, um, which is, uh, well, yeah, yeah. So the country area of Swisher, (laughs) Um, if you're on I-380, 
you know, between Cedar Rapids and Iowa City, um, exit 10 is the Swisher Shoeville exit. And we're we're pretty close right off the exit there. So um, 965 runs parallel to the interstate and we're just right off there. Yeah, right off of 965. But it's like a, I mean, we have a pond. There used to be more ponds. We filled in some. But there's a pond, uh, rolling hills. I mean, it's just a beautiful area to be. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you for watching the Bandwidth Marketing Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. And a strong ROI on your marketing efforts makes us happy. So if you would like to talk to us about marketing, um, anything marketing related, uh, give us a shout out and we will talk to you later. Bye.